wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. See that stove there, that's where I would get it on. The same stove my mom was cooking Thanksgiving dinner on. The same oven that when the heat was off, that, that shit was on. When the burners ain't work, we lit a tissue to click it on. Ooh, what you know, let's go, too. I'm feeling myself right now. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Welcome back to the All Somehow Podcast. Season's going on. Episode 24 is going down. Like history. Like Kobe. Mm, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 24. 24-7. 24 hours. Non-stop. Mamba mentality. Speaking no. of Mamba mentality, you know who got that Mamba mentality? That Devin Booker boy. The Phoenix Sun, son. Oh, yeah. What's good? Good stuff. Good stuff. Even though I'm not much of a basketball fan, I love the playoffs. <laughs> I love Let's watching go. the playoffs. Especially when the Suns are in it. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Yes, sir. You're like one of the fans that are at the den at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the tourneys and shit. Yeah. Tick was like, I'm not, I'm not going to that damn stadium and December, it's too cold. I'm gonna stay home. The yeah. games don't matter right now. Hell now yeah. it's just February. The games matter. Dude, how many games do they play before the playoffs? Like 100. Well, it just like changed. Changed. Yeah, the NBA regular season used to be 82 games. I think it was. Yeah, that's hella games, yo. <laughs> I could I could never keep up with this. Yeah, it was 82. Yeah, this is hella games. 72 this past season. So they took 10 games ah, off okay. of the schedule. Oh, that's, that's something. Yeah, I think I could manage that better. You know? <laughs> but yeah, man, playoffs are full of thick. All the natives are out, Zach. With the sun, sun's gear on. They put away their Golden State. Bust out the suns, uh. <laughs> Ah, it's been a while that I put on your shirts. <laughs> Gotta dust the dirt off this thing. Yeah. <laughs> the only suns paraphernalia I have is a sunset. It's about it. I know you got the whole decked out gear, Zach. You got the jersey. You got the. Got, got the hat. Yeah, I got the sweats. Got the on court hat. <laughs> the warm up suit. On court socks. Yeah. The jumpsuit. The jumpsuit. Shit. Got the knockoff the shit merchandise. From the market. Yeah. My Booker jersey has a D. It says D Booker in the back. So just Booker. You gonna get Booker jersey, bro? You can get Hell one? Yeah, I'm getting in the Booker jersey. <laughs> I'm trying to cop that city jersey. She keeps selling out so fast. The only size they have is a medium. Don't have a medium? Yeah. I'm trying to lose weight, but not that much weight. Hell yeah, I don't want to be a medium. <laughs> That's Slim Slim Slytherin. Yeah. This is about skin and bones, bones and skin. 
shooter. If we miss him, we gon' spin around again. Hmm. Good stuff. Old niggas out get a break and when they got a bridge. Let me see. Let me switch it up. Man. Banks just dropped some new shit. And it, it made me feel good. Made me feel like I was back in fifth grade. Listening to back in fifth grade. <laughs> Listen to my G unit. With your son's gear on. <laughs> my son's gear on. I dude, I I used to have this ugly ass Phoenix Suns hat. It was all white, but it had orange pinstripes all the way around ah. it. You remember it? And it had the I think I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought that. I thought it was this is before I was really into sports. I thought that was like a baseball <laughs> kind of hat. Yeah, dude. It was so, it was like a half size too big, too. Uh, I it on sale at uh, Hat Club. The brim was like extra flat, too. Yeah. Had, I was like, oh, had it cocked to the side. Yeah. yeah. Like on TIP. Usher. Usher in the Yeah video. That was fly. Gotta get it, gotta get it caught just right. Flex on weight. Flex on weight. Tell the bus to wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there with the, my dad's leveler. Getting the angle uh. just right. <laughs> T-square. Busting that shit out. 45 yeah. degree angle, bro. <laughs> nah, give, give, give Bang some love right here. Hey, but I called it though, Sons and Six. I told you. I don't know. I don't understand why you guys are just gonna start doubting me and, and thinking I'm. Not bullshit in here. Told you, sons and six. You're already making your pin tweet. <laughs> I thought about doing it, but my cabs in seven is an iconic. It's iconic. I just spit into an old ass cherry. It's all crunchy and shit. <laughs> Oh, Pop the wrong oh, cherry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That was like that was a good comeback with those last two games. So, well, what's your opinion on LeBron, Zach? Do you, do you think he's a flopper, like everyone says? I mean, I don't really like. I don't know. I think I thought that was part of the game, you know, like. <laughs> Kind of like, you yeah. know, getting fouled in soccer, like yeah. get a free kick or whatever. <laughs> nah, dude. Like, when we were in high school, there was a time when the game just took over this whole shift in attitude where it, it's all about scoring. It's about high, high action, high paced energy. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not about defense anymore. It's not about lockdown defense or being a little physical because you know where we come from no blood yeah. no foul raise ball yeah mm -hmm. running gun baby we're, we're going non-stop 100, 120 miles per hour for 48 minutes it's just the game's evolving uh, 
as far as LeBron goes, I never understood the hate when he was on the East Coast because I didn't really care to watch those games. But now yeah. I get it. He gets every call. He, he cries about everything. It's frustrating. But it's probably what Michael Jordan had when he was going, yeah. you know, when he was the best in the league. Because at the same time, I remember what going against Kobe Bryant was like. Back in those series, when I was in high school and junior high, yeah. like getting my heart crushed by Kobe. By Mamba, yeah. <sighs> R.I.P. Kobe. But I hated him, dude. Like, I hated him, man. We could give respect, but we could be honest. I, I fucking hated Kobe Bryant, man. With the passion. Yeah. <laughs> when Raja Bell clotheslined him, I was like, yeah. I'm doing that at school the next day. And I did. Clotheslined oh, Joseph. <laughs> On the court? Oh, yeah. Or just like in general <laughs> no we were playing basketball on the court and i closed my job i was like raja bell boom uh, dude you just remember that one time <laughs> me and you almost got into it remember when you uh oh you said it was an accident i don't know you like did a behind the back pass and like you biffed it and then like it hit me right square in the face <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah no it was i swear it was an accident i still yeah. remember the play I came off of a pick and roll. Yeah. I think Kalani or Joseph was rolling to the basket. And yeah. then I expected you to over pursue and block the, you know, block my shot. Cause I was going to go up like I was doing a layup. Yeah. So I expected you either to go attack the ball or else jump up. But you stopped <laughs> on the play. So yeah. then I threw it behind my back because <laughs> Joseph or Kalani was trailing. And then that's when you got smacked in the face. I mean, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I wasn't because it hurt really bad or like anything like that. It was just because like, I thought you did it on purpose. That's why <laughs> I thought you're like, no. you know, like trying to like disrespect me or whatever. Like, or like, you know how you did that thing? Like you, you bounce off the head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of like that, you know, like, <laughs> Like, yo, I was an asshole on the court, huh? I used to do that off the heezy shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up on M1 Street Ball, oh, man, I was playing Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> kind of shit. <laughs> no, dude, it was N1, man. N1 was the shit. Hot sauce, AO, <laughs> half man, half amazing, Escalade. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, I used to go to Foot Locker. They used to sell the N1 Street Ball mixtape. Over there, you would buy that and then watch it on VHS, and they'd be dancing while they're bringing the ball up the court. <laughs> Do you remember Hot N One actually played at the Wildcat Den? Do you remember? Yeah, that? I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. I didn't go, but I heard. I didn't about go it. either. I wanted to though, cause that's like my childhood, man. But that's where I I learned the the moves from. Like I do the off the easy and stuff. <laughs> That's what NBA Street Volume yeah, 2, bro. Because I didn't see you like do the behind the pass. I didn't see that part. I just saw the, I just like 
saw I turned my head and I remember and I looked back at you and I just saw the hit the ball coming from my face. <laughs> That's why I thought you did it on purpose. And oh, I got all dude. mad at you and it was probably like the most emotion I expressed in like on a basketball couple court. of years. Yeah, on the court, yeah. Cause I don't really care but then like I thought you were trying to, you know, do some, you know, off the heezy. No, I guess. man. I never try to embarrass my friends. When we when we play ball, it's it's all for fun, man. I, I wasn't trying to and then who is it? Uh, it was because you gave up a... on the play. You stopped. And that's why because I thought you were going to keep going or block the bar or something. So that's why I threw it behind my back. I don't remember what I was trying to do. Because <laughs> you stopped, and that's why your head had happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, I remember Kalani got in the middle of us. I don't know. I, don't know. I wasn't going to do anything. I was going to see if you are going to step. You know, I wanted you to step. Then, you know, I feel like I, I was know. apologetic. Was I apologetic? Cause I yeah, you were like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was an accident. It, it and I was mad. <laughs> then I cooled off after a while. Really quick. Probably like towards the end of the game. I was like, yeah, it's cool. It's like, I guess. <laughs> you know, off the heezy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good times. Man, I, yeah. The Suns, dude. The ba- uh the basketball court's kind of a uh a touchy place for me because I do get a little showy. Do you remember I almost got in a fight in junior high at the bas- <laughs> at the basketball court? Yeah. There was a couple now that I think about it. I mean not like physical altercations, but like arguments and stuff. Well, this kid said I couldn't play ball. He was like, No, you can't play. You're not allowed to play. Uh. <laughs> I was like, Who are you? Are you like yeah. the guardian of the basketball court? You like you rule everything here? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, you can't play. <laughs> it's my ball, my rules. My court, my ball. <laughs> For real though, you wouldn't let me play. I just wanted to play ball. Then he stepped to me. Try. He made like yeah. he made a show of it. I got pulled away. Oh yeah, I, I'm the good kid. Cause I'm just a good kid. Get pulled away, and then it was so funny too. Cause throughout the rest of the day at school, his <laughs> like I don't know if it's his friends or his family, like relatives. His family. <laughs> Cause I didn't yeah. know anybody. You know, I'm I'm new. Yeah, I'm the new kid. Yeah, I really. I don't. Zach, I had a couple of family Zach members. Just but, came in from Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, I'm just rekindling these relationships. Like I don't know my my cousins like that. Yeah, and uh, I'm walking to class, and these two girls are behind me. They're like this fucking <laughs> asshole, talking shit to my cousin. <laughs> I remember that was the exact accent, dude. Talking shit to my cousin, and I'm just like, Damn. what? That red scent. That the red scent. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't somebody with you? One of our, one of your, one of our bros. Hey, shout bros. out Ashkey, man. Yeah. Shout out to Ashkey. He, he turned around. Ashkey, shut Ashkey up, boy. <laughs> he held down. Yeah. He held it down. He turned around. He's like, shut the. F-. <laughs> <He's> like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, we were some wild boys back then. Wild boys. <laughs> no, and like he's like sending people to send threats to me. But then at the end of the day, 
I get called out of class, go to the vice yeah. principal's office. Shout out to Joe's father, Mr. Argetti. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, guess who's sitting, who's waiting there for me? Homeboy. Homeboy who's been threatening my life uh, all day. <laughs> on some blood and blood out shit. Sending spider in the boys. I'm just like trying to go to the bathroom and some gangsters are pulling up on me talking shit. Like, ah, dude, I'm just trying to take a piss here. Shout out to Ashley holding me down. Every, every, he's like, hold it out. He came in. He's like, anything going down in here, man? Hold this shit down. And then, yeah, I pull it to the you principal's office. <laughs> pull it to the principal's office and homeboy told on me. He told on me. Uh, uh Damn. We didn't even really he get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> he told. He broke the code. Snitch. <laughs> All because he didn't want me to play basketball. He's like, I told you you couldn't play. Yeah. <laughs> when you walk in the... <laughs> we didn't even get in trouble, too. It was so dumb. We signed like a life... Like these uh, life skills contracts. I don't know yeah. if you remember those. Like, like life like skills. Like you promise like, not to yeah. be mean or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And if something happened between us throughout the rest of that school year, like we were suspended for a year or whatever, or suspended for oh, 10 damn. days. Like 10 days. Oh, I, I'm being, oh that's nothing. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> a little vacation, you know. Yeah, damn. Who knows? We could have spent it at CYC. It could have been part of the agree- agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Youth corrections, damn. Oh, yeah, the CYC is Chinley Youth Corrections. <laughs> That's right. We have a youth corrections in our town. <laughs> Dude, that shit's been out there since I can remember because we used to make fun of like, it's each not, other. It's, it's not, it was up. a juvenile detention center, right? So Yeah. That's what it started but as. Like, shut up. Awesome. You make you send you to CYC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, your mom yeah, used to get after you at bashes. Put them away. Send yep. to CYC. Well, your dad. Maybe they can teach you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your dad. Your dad's over there. Yeah, I know. Don't. <laughs> okay, I'm putting it back. <laughs> okay, I'm getting a small bag of hot cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all back. Yeah. Diabetes. <laughs> but yeah, damn. Zach always Zach was always starting trouble, man. When he came to he came came in hot from Phoenix and he had that like, you know, he had to prove himself out on the court, I guess. I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't <laughs> there. I wasn't there when it happened, you know. Okay. But I knew Zach must have said something, you know, like, oh, I'm the best on the court or whatever, right? The best hands or whatever, the <laughs> best handles. <laughs> None of that. Didn't you already play before? Yeah, and, like, and I kind of like, showed you off. You beat him bit. before, yeah. You beat and, him then, before. and then you tried, you, you tried coming back to play again, and then they were like, "Nah." nah. <laughs> well, my cousin was playing with them before. Like it was a, yeah. like this was like morning recess before school starts, and my cousin yeah. was already there playing ball. So I had had got to school, roll up, you know. Put on, uh, throw my bag down and <laughs> kind of scan the courts, see Put who's playing where. Sweat bands. Yeah, you know, there's like three, there's like three courts going. Have like, yeah. 
and I see my cousin over at once. I'm like, oh, shit, I'll go play with him. And I walk over. And then that dude stopped me. Didn't even get onto the court. He stopped me. <laughs> He's like, no, you can't play. Uh, well, Zach. He's like, I won't um, let you play. Zach, I have, him on, the fo- have him on the phone right now. You guys can talk this out. Uh, This beef has been going on for far too long. My thing is he told on me. I didn't understand why. I felt like my life was in danger at the end of that day. I was like, man, there's so many people talking shit to me. Like, I I don't. What? Over basketball? Sex. I fucking hate the Reds. Uh, I just want to go back. They were to right the about red schools. Uh, <laughs> these damn hicks. Uh. <laughs> damn. Uh, dad was in line when they said they take their basketball seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, we live and we learn. We live and we grow. <laughs> Zach just had to go through the, you know, the trials and tribulations of being a fish out of water, you know, kind of deal for a while. Yeah, it was a good thing. I took Zach under my wing. You know, I was like, don't worry. I'll teach you the res ways. <laughs> yeah, I think I've so, you got a lot to well. learn, new kid. Uh, or I've, uh, decolonized <laughs> my mind. Pretty well so far. <laughs> Let's go. Round two. Suns, uh, who the Suns got? The Nuggets? Denver? Uh, the Nuggets? I think so. What's the next game? Tomorrow, uh, Monday night, June 7th Ooh. is the game. 7.30, 7 o'clock Eastern time, or 7 o'clock Pacific. Hmm. Our time. Uh, home game. Do you have any predictions for it? I know you don't watch any basketball. You don't know shit about it. But just make a call. Prediction. I feel like Suns are come out strong, you know, you win the first game. game. Probably about, you mean the series? Yeah. Only pick the series? Yeah, pick the series. Uh, I feel like Suns got what it takes. Probably, probably same as last the last series. 4-2. 4-2, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go 4-2, too. Yeah. We agree. <laughs> I need to get a, like a, like a Devin Booker. Or you know what would be a dope sound effect is the Shazam. Like when, Shazam. I, when he hits the three-pointer. Yeah, and you get that. Oh. Man, Zach, a lot of crazy stuff going on, man. Besides the, besides the playoffs, playoffs, a lot of weird, a lot of weird news coming out. You know, like I don't know. I guess it was common knowledge, but I didn't know. You know that actress, actor, <laughs> um, Ellie Kemper from The Office. You guys know her from The Office. Um, she plays Aaron. She yeah. came on like later on in the series. Well, apparently, she's a uh, hmm, a KKK queen. I didn't even know they had queens. I only knew about native queens 
and um, Scotland, Queens. and But it was crazy when I saw it. I was like, I guess it's just got un- unraveled again. But again, then again, she's not super famous. So I, I can see how it's kind of like when it got swept under the rug. But I thought it was really funny. <laughs> like you see the picture of her like in the tiara and like, it was called some weird ass white name. <laughs> the Veiled Prophet like, Ball. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking, so I don't fucking really. Eye, I didn't. Eyes wide <laughs> shut kind of shit. <laughs> some, some Kubrick shit here. I don't understand. I don't. I, I'm not too informed on what went down. I just heard that she was a queen. Like she like, got like, like a prom queen of. Uh, yeah. The KKK ball. Some contestant thing she entered. But is the, all right. I so uh, this veiled prophet organization, are they um, like a currently active KKK group, or is they? I think that's just what they. Uh, I looked up a, a little bit. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not CNN <laughs> investigator here, but I looked it up a little bit, and it's it's uh based on this like like the veiled prophet guy. He's like roots and like kkk culture so it's not really an organization per se it's more like a like a story about the real prophet guy and like this is like this little pageant or whatever is like in honor of him so you know what i mean it's like its own little thing but it has connections and connotations and you know to the kkk like his story or whatever and like he's like the connection here so she is she a kkk member is that what you're telling me she, i don't know Aaron of the office i don't know KKK what happened or? maybe she didn't know because because it happened when she was like 18 so you got a little you got a complete <laughs> little ignorance there but once she wouldn't she want to know what you're doing zach at 18 <laughs> yeah yeah like the veiled yo, prophet, Zach, we're well, going the veiled prophet ball sounds pretty wild in and of itself because I'd be yeah. like, what is this veiled prophet ball? Sounds fun. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see all of daddy's rich white friends all around and they're all in their yeah. blue eyed, <laughs> hair. <laughs> Kubrick mask. You know, you're trying to find the bathroom. You walk in on some sex orgy. You're like, oh my God, what's going on here? And you just kind of, (laughs) whoops, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. Trying to find the powder room. (laughs) I'm trying to to also read up on this at the same time. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought, you know, it popped up on, I was trending on Twitter, you know. And then. I just thought it was really funny because the way I know her, you know, she's like, she's a blowjob girl from <laughs> Derek Comedy, one of their skits. Oh, yeah. Derek Comedy is like a... It's going to be so dry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would have been like a better or more like people would gravitate towards that more, like being, being more <laughs> shocking, but, you know, but... I thought that was funny. It's like people I just don't know went if after it's an for a day. KKK organization, because if if they're active out here, yeah, then it kind of changes this whole story. Yeah, but, just but, 
it's just weird people news that's evolve all. and they change who knows yeah 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 and she was young maybe she didn't know like we said you know maybe she's just trying to look for a good time trying to get out of her comfort zone you know yeah and she didn't know that they didn't like black people so <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> I she know. loves the atten- I mean, she loves attention. Obviously, she's an actress. You know, she wants yeah eyes looking at her. So a ball where you can potentially win prom queen. That's probably like every your girl first wants step. A tiara. I mean, it's your first. <laughs> <laughs> it's your first step on that. You know, path to becoming. Or making that decision, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. become an actress. Oh, so you're I'm saying gonna... she's just doing the pageant circuit? Oh, okay. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. How about the Via Profit Ball? You want to do that one? <laughs> I mean, nah, her family's associated. Let's not let her on the hook all the way here. There's some, there's some connections here that are fishy, definitely. Because what yeah. <laughs> the organization in the first place that it has the the ties to the KKK organization that they've uh, I've heard that they well reading here it says they you know gone against legislation to hold back people of color yeah that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bill Prophet. Don't Come be on, that Bill way. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's be better, guys. I just thought that was interesting to talk about, you know, because like I said, she's not one of these like AAA celebrities and it's kind of already forgotten now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so she dodged a bullet there, you know? So, oh, yeah. they forgot about the Bill Prophet ball. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you think she still has the tiara? <laughs> she has to. She has to. I think it's in her glass case, not wherever or her, wherever her mom or parents live. Ah, oh, that's my little veiled prophet princess. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Anybody who attends a debutante, yeah, <laughs> you're keeping that shit in like a glass case with all its frills. Okay. I was expecting because when I first saw the news, I was expecting like. Like hooded guys behind her or whatever. <laughs> that would have been that would real funny. That's not that. so how come it says how come I don't know about this? Because apparently it's been known for some time now, but it's just started trending out of nowhere. I don't know. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. I thought that was interesting. Well, it's gonna be in and out of the public conscious within. You yeah, know, like it's already passed. Feel like, it's yeah, that's already passed her. <laughs> she's gonna get in more movie deals, and good for her. You know, I like her. She's a good actress, and she's funny, and so yeah. Who cares if she's racist? I don't care. She's high. <laughs> I mean, she got a tiara out of it, so at least she got something out of it. Did you have a crush on her? Is that why it kind of shocked you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, oh, just had to pick her, you know. That's the one. You she knows she. That's the one you picked. Yeah. Damn, ten. ten I mean, seasons, the office. I watched the a lot. Nine seasons. That's the best you could yeah. do. I mean, not just her. I mean, I thought she's good looking. You know, <laughs> she's she, she's funny, and she's a good actress. So yeah. 
but when I found this out, so, uh, uh, I'm shocked. I'm appalled. You know. Nah, <laughs> nothing really shocks me these days, unless it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> if you get my guy, Tom. Is, uh, like those things that said. But even his Tom son Hanks. Is, yeah, even his son is kind of <laughs> corroding his image. <laughs> it's not even his own. It's not yeah. even his fault. It's his. It's his offspring. Not the one shut my now. Fucking Chet Hanks, man. It's Chetta. Hanks. Dude, that guy is a walking meme, man. It's like it's crazy. You know his name. He he's doing Chet behavior. You know <laughs> his name. Man, fucking Chet, man. You think Tom just like he's just sitting in his house, his mansion, or whatever? It's like, oh, <laughs> fucking Chet, man. <laughs> nah, he's probably with it. Like, um, like James Con. Did you see uh, James Con? <laughs> he had that. Uh, he had Future on his top five. Oh yeah, I saw that. Dude, he's just he's just placating, just trying to stay relevant to the youth, man. People don't remember he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> nah, his, he's oh, I gotta say, future. His uh, isn't his family like his like? He said he his family is like a rapper or something. He has a, a family member who's a rapper. His a family member is a rapper. I think what? so. Yeah, and that's why he knew the future. future yeah, so he's like, well, I listen to future because you know my close my my kids listen to future. James Khan, Sunny, Sunny, I know him from The Godfather. I know him from that movie, uh, Eraser, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you just been erased. And he gets like hit by that chain or whatever. Nah. We, um, we we talked about James Khan before, and I brought up <laughs> Elf because he's an Elf and the pro. Oh uh, yeah, he's an Elf. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, what? Oh yeah, I know. I know what he's talking about when he said future. He's talking about that fucking um thing on um, Twitter. I was trending to talking about Mount Rushmore fucking rap or whatever. Just say top four. You don't gotta be no fucking Mount Rushmore. And they're doing it again with another like whatever thing, like top Mount Rushmore whatever. You know, I hate that shit. It's getting know, annoying. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. Love that for me. I mean, I'm not arguing the future spot. Just say top four. Shout out to James Conn. He's not wrong. You gotta be in there. I mean. Yeah, top four, yeah, hell yeah. But, but uh, I didn't agree that Kanye was not on there. That was that's very upsetting to me. It's triggering. Oh yeah, who was it? It was Drake. Uh, what's it? Jake? What's Jake Cole? No, he was on there. Oh, Jake Cole, Kendrick. Oh yeah, Kanye should replace. Um, who? Who should Kanye replace? Jake Cole. Hell yeah! I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Who, Zach? Who? Uh? <laughs> Why 
You can't replace this guy. Can't replace the boy. Way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us. They doing too much. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist. Holding that in the chamber, huh? You're like, yeah, Zach. What are you going to say now? Did you hear about these kids' masturbation classes? No, no. <laughs> they got classes now. I mean, I know about sex ed, but they got masturbation classes. So this, uh, let's see. I had it just. A we didn't have any of that shit in um, <laughs> New York City on the school res. teachers. New York City school teaches first graders about masturbation. Uh, first graders. Yeah, it's a little early. <laughs> a private school in Manhattan. Oh, that's a private school. Well, they can do whatever the hell they want if it's a private school. School administrators of the 55,000 per year. Dalton School told parents that they had misinterpreted the curriculum of teacher Justine Ang Fonte, the New York Post first reported. A video, <laughs> a video titled "A video titled Help Kids Learn the Bodies," help kids learn that bodies are private. Sorry, guys, reading is hard. Of a cartoon Fonte used in one of her sex education classes for six-year-olds featured little kids and an adult discussing erections and masturbations. <laughs> hey, how come sometimes my penis gets big sometimes <laughs> and points in the air? <laughs> Asked the little boy on the cartoon. <laughs> After an adult yeah. woman explained it was an erect, it's an erection. He then responded, "Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good." A <laughs> <laughs> little girl that? then joined the discussion, saying, "Some I'm not going to do the little girl voice. It's freaky. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm in my bath, I'm or when puts me in." To bed, I like to touch my vulva too. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like they know how to, like they know what a vulva is. <clears throat> what is this? Children were also taught that about consent, which one unnamed mother told the New York Post was valuable in protecting kids from abuse. But another anonymous, anonymous, Anonymous mom said it was extreme for kids to tell their own parents or grandparents to not touch them without first asking for permission. What do you think? I mean, of course, that's valuable information, but I feel like it's a little too soon. You know, is he said first grade? What about the consent part? Oh, the consent. Well, Does, the, do, I don't would know. you tell your kids that they need consent? If like you to to your grandparents, to their grandparents? No. Unless they're weirdos. <laughs> Unless they're into that shit. Like damn. Because I feel like things are when you're a little kid, like you can't fully you know think about the nuances of certain principles or because when I was small, for me, it was like either or, you You're know. Giving your, the child like, too like, much power or what? Yeah, like the kid would say to his grandmother, like, oh, no, yeah, I didn't have my consent. But he should, he, they're not like fully developed yet to know the nuance of like, oh, but 
they're my parent they're my grandparents they're my they're my family so it's okay i know they're not like that you know because because i know that shit does happen to little kids you know people like and especially it's prevalent here on the res too like even happens among family members and shit it's like it's messed up but it happens and i don't know i feel like it it's it's tough it's tough to teach that kind of thing to a little kid you know i feel like that would be the parents job too like oh if someone touches you somewhere you don't like then say something you know yeah as for like the the next ed thing you know consent part is weird for me when you're teaching a child in first grade i mean how old is a first grader what's the age group of a first grader see six or seven years old bro that's that's six or seven and you're teaching them about consent i I, like i think it's important that you acknowledge what consent is but i don't know it seems like you're giving the kid too much power when they're able to tell their parents or their grandparents not to touch them first. Not to touch them without first asking for permission. Because, like, think of those old cartoons when you're going to go meet your grandparents or you're going to meet your grandma. And she gives you, like, this sloppy, wet kiss. And it's always, like, kids are drawn, like, they're trying to avoid the kiss, like, from grandma. Or, like, they hate giving their auntie a hug or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can never tell. Like I have like a, like a family member who wears an extreme amount of cologne. So if I give them, <laughs> yeah. if I were to go <laughs> give this person a hug, I don't want to linger too long because it's, it's pretty powerful. It's going to leave like me a little dizzy afterwards, you know? Yeah. So let's say I was a very picky child and I would say, no, I don't want to hug this family member because they stink. Yeah. (laughs) And you're giving this little picky child this power and it almost enforces. um, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you raise a child. But for me, it feels like you're giving the child a lot of power. It's like. When they get, when they, when they, when, when people allow their kids to transition, then this is a really touchy subject. But when kids give their, they, when parents give their child the power to transition from one gender to another, like if you're giving your child hormones, oh or, yeah, you know something that could erect that them, is touchy, yeah, like you yeah. can't go backwards or change it, yeah. Like, uh, At the same time, like like I said earlier, the, the child's mind's not fully developed yet. You know, maybe he, what if he changes his mind, his his or her mind, you know? Yeah. And you just like, it's weird. It's do like, you have an opinion of like what you would do? Like if your child, let's say your child wants to transition. Do you like, I would acknowledge, like for me, I would acknowledge, I would say, hey, kid. All right, I acknowledge that this is the way you feel. And if that's how you feel, I'm going to enforce or not enforce, but like I'm going to be here to back, you know, 
always support you. But let's Same wait. Here. Let's wait until you're yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to an age where you can make sound decisions. Maybe not even 18. Maybe. Yeah, maybe like 20, 21, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to kind of say, but like it's like just wait. Cuz some of these I don't know. There's some people giving their kids hormones and stuff so they can and it's like yeah. What if they what if they that. change their mind or what if I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know. That's Tuke's got quiet, so that's when I know. No, I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> because um what was I going to say? Yeah, like you said they might change their mind and at the same time like if that were like you said, if that were happened to me, and then if like a boy, like my son would say, "Oh, you know, I feel like," but then again, those are like high intelligence kind of self awareness kind of stuff, right? I feel like not many kids would be like, "Hey, you know, I don't feel like this is my gender. I feel more like a woman or a girl." They would say like like a kid type of thing, like little like breadcrumbs here and there, like maybe they don't like playing with um boys toys or they don't like doing boy things or girl things you know and i wouldn't like force any kind of gender norms on anybody like no you're a boy you know that's not for boys or that's not for girls or whatever i'll be like well if you like that go for it you know like if you like that you know but if they're like saying like if they see something like somehow like on youtube or like on uh, the TV or whatever saying, oh, if you feel like this, maybe you're not some kind of program saying like, oh, maybe you're not in your right body or whatever. Like there's other people like that out there and they're, and they're doing like gender reassignment kind of stuff. I would be like, yeah, maybe you should wait. Think about that some more. Because, um, you know, things in life change, you know, maybe you just like Maybe you're not fully like into that kind of stuff. You may not be like that in the future, you know, and that's fine because life's complicated. You know, you still finding out things about yourself. I'm still finding out things about myself that I know I didn't like or, Ooh. you know, it's just like, well, there's the argument on the, on the one side that like, you have to make these decisions as soon as possible in order to reach the, uh. the best possible outcome for like, say if like, if it's a boy wanting to transition to a girl to be the most feminine, you know, the most feminine they can possibly be the earliest, you, the earlier you start these hormones and other things, you know, the I don't want to say the better result, but you know the result is more feminine, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's, that's a tough topic. Because <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no easy answer to that. Well, for me you, personally, cause I you, wouldn't cause do you, that. Yeah, because you say you have to be like at least a high functioning person in order to come to that conclusion. At least the child has to be very high functioning in order to say like this is not who I am or whatever realization that they come to in order for them to bring it to you. I would seem, I would feel like 
they would be pretty responsible in in their thought process to get to the point where they're able to come to me, the parent, and say, this is how I feel, and I want to do this. Now, as the parent, you hold that power in order to, to do things, I guess. But... I don't know. I get you right, man. It's too tricky. It's too hard. I'm glad I don't have no kids, man. <laughs> ah, you gonna have kids, and you gonna have to deal with shit like this. Ha ha ha. Maybe not like this. <laughs> not like this, but like you gonna have to deal with raising kids. You have to decide. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, nah, I'm not too worried about that though. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. You know. Yeah. But yeah, is that is tricky. I didn't even know about that um hormone stuff like early you take it. Yeah, I mean I've listened to podcasts and that that topics come up quite a few times. Cause it's uh, it just comes down to giving the kid all this power to decide. And you know, I never had that shit, man. I like I when I used to go to graduations and all the the cousins would go play football at a field somewhere else or like they go underneath the bleachers and just hang out. Like I, I yeah. couldn't go anywhere. My parents were like, no, you sit down and you sit right here and behave. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So I was like, huh? <laughs> But where are those kids now, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, they, they say, like, I don't know, I read somewhere that our brains aren't fully developed till like, we're, like, 25 or something like that. I don't know. It's tricky, see? If you want to talk about, like, the physical side, well... <sighs> Our brains are not even fully developed yet to make those, you know, life like this is our like life changing decisions, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like they'll change your life like almost permanently, I guess. Cause I don't know how because I you know, we're just a comedy podcast here. We don't know the <laughs> the science behind um gender reassignment or gender hormones or whatever. Well, you brought up like like tell like signs that your child maybe like uh, yeah. maybe like not playing with certain toys but stuff yeah. like that gender norms those yeah. are placed on top of you and your child it's not a normal thing do you mm-hmm. like would you i would even feel like if my child decided to go play with like um like kitchen utensils or like um food uh-huh. sets play sets stuff like yeah. that I'm not gonna feel like oh my kid wants to be a housewife. But he wants to be a chef. Yeah, he wants to be right? a chef. Or like if he wants yeah. to play with dolls and stuff. Like, oh maybe he wants to be a doctor and care for kids or like Yeah. I don't know. This is those are all preconceptualized uh things inside of our heads that I feel like Yeah. It also comes from the assumption that 
that parents can control everything you know like you said there's outside forces there's outside forces that play media mainstream media friends peer pressure traditionally culturally too yeah yeah we we have words for these kind of people you know there's there's a spirit inside of people that are different you know Mm. or so they say i don't know (laughs) or so they say (laughs) or so the prophecy prophecy. Okay, Morpheus. Uh, <laughs> this is just all stimulation in any way, Zach. Uh, you're asking the wrong questions. Uh, uh, change the mood up. <laughs> oh, man. Let me see. What was I going to talk about next? Oh, actually, never mind. I got to bring the mood back down, man. Tukin, <laughs> Tukin. Uh, it's about to get heavy again, man. Um, I mean, we can do it every once in a while. <laughs> I feel like it should be talked about, though. 215 yeah. bodies, remains were found. Yeah. In, in Canada's largest indigenous residential school. It's tough. It's part of our history. <sighs> Um, I don't know how to start it. You know, like I, I feel like there's a history to this and I, uh, there's people who dedicate their lives to, to talking about these, these issues. And I, I, as someone who has a podcast, has a platform I do feel a responsibility to say something about say something about this. And and I struggle with it a lot because I I don't feel totally adept at at the, at the material even though I've read over over the histories, I've read over over it so many times. I don't feel like I fully grasp. I haven't unless until I've I've read the story. Something about reading this story kind of changes your mental state about it. Man, I've 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 I feel I don't feel adept and I I feel very angry. You know, that pissed off native comes back. Yeah. Because what do we do with it? What are they going to do with it? Nothing. They're going to put on a a display, a show for us, but they're not going to really hold the people accountable, hold feet to the fire. There's a direct link to the Catholic Church. It's there. You don't got to look far. It's in our fucking face. It's been in our face. And it's been so long. And like this, this 
circular I don't even know how to put it. This 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 these events just happen over and over and over again. Nothing changes. It's like 250 215 indigenous children were uncovered. Does anybody really care? You know how much I mean, there was a national outcry for about a day, just like the 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 KKK shit we just talked about. Yeah. I didn't even want to touch it. Like I didn't, man. Cause it's it's it creates a negative energy about your yeah. day. It reminds you how systemic racist this country is how every the this foundation is the roots of this thing it's all built on just the degradation and brutal destruction of our people And and we don't we can't really do anything about it. We can we can talk about it, raise our voices. But let's let's be real here. It's not like these schools are unique. They're all over the United States, all over Canada, all over South yeah. America, all over the world. The Catholic Church is everywhere. The root of the shit where it started is it expands through the whole entire globe. And we're just a piece of it. And we just got to deal with it. They said that there's a there's like a retirement home community of the people who used to work at that that residential school, like right up the street or whatever. Are they going to go interview those people? Find out what happened? How come one day in class there was 50 kids in a class and then the next day there was 45? Then throughout the weeks, that number just dwindles down and it changes. These teachers, these school administrators, whatever their their job description was, they never stopped to ask questions. What's going on? How come my students are changing every day? They just get to go about their life and live in a retirement home. Willy nilly, nothing happened. Makes sense why they'd be in retirement. They probably got no families, you know. But dog, it's 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 all over. It's all over. I guarantee it. You look at St. Michael's back home where we're from. They got mm. a they got a graveyard right next to their community school. 
They all got graveyards. And I guarantee you, these mass graves are not a unique thing. It's not. It's everywhere, man. You can find mass graves everywhere, dude. I guarantee it. And all the the missing kids that don't are going unaccounted for, that don't get found, all the remains that are still missing, those little kids that go nameless, that one once one summer they got taken out of their homes from their families, ripped from their beds, ripped from their mom's arms, taken hundreds of miles from their homelands. Butchered their hair, ripped their clothes off, ripped them naked, clean, scrubbed them down. Till they thought they could probably, they thought they could scrub our, our, our skin, to be a brighter color, probably. Go through all that shit without your family being forced to not speak your language, being forced to. Learn all these new things that definitely don't. They don't practice what they're pre- preaching. They're not living out their their fucking rhymes. You know, I don't know how else to say it. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. They're preaching this gospel of, of, you know, the church. But they're beating kids with rulers and, and smacking their lips, you know. Smacking their their faces with open hands, like putting them in in sheds out in 120 degree heat, putting it like just treating the just the accounts that you can go through. Mm-hmm. And then to just disappear, just to be gone one day. And your parents never going to find you. Your grandparents never going to find you. Nobody knows. You're just gone. Two hundred fifteen kids, man. Two hundred fifteen families, two hundred and fifteen mothers. They said their deaths range from 1900 to 1971. My parents were born in 73. My parents were born in 73. I have aunts and uncles who were born in 71. So only 50 of them were to believe to have been identified. 165 have no available records to mark their identities. They probably killed these kids off, looked for their files, threw them out, burnt them. Whatever they did to them, got rid of them. And went about their days. Went back home to their kids. Went back home to their families. Kissed their wife on the fucking lips. Had dinner. 
went to sleep, did the shit next the next day, repeated it. They had to have to have 215 unmarked kids, unmarked graves. It was tough. I can only look at the I couldn't look at everything. It's just the way my mental state was at the time, it's like, no, nah, I couldn't read the rest of it, you know. Cause I you know, my they're trying to take my grandmother to one of these schools too. I remember they told me. My my family members, my other grandpas, my grandmother, grandmas. My grandparents went to Brigham City. <clears throat> Brigham City, I don't know, community school, whatever it's called. Yeah. And let's not let's 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 identify where this place is. This the let's see. What is this? The Kamloops. Indian Residential School in Southern British Columbia. Kamloops Indian Residential School, the largest institution in Canada's residential school system. Hold them accountable. Hold these people accountable. Hold the church accountable. I was just talking to my sister about... uh, you ever watch Spotlight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, like, you never notice at the end of Spotlight, the end credits, they have uh, the list of all the cities where the, um, it's a, uh, where major sexual abuse scandals involving the Catholic Church were uncovered. Yeah. They have a uh, St. Michael's in there. Dude, it's just I don't know, man. It's 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 like we can never escape our history, dude. Never. We can never do it. It's always going to remind them. We're always going to be reminded who we are, where we come from. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but it's going to ground you at some point. It grounds this podcast. We, were having, we have fun. We laugh. We joke. Have a good time. But we can't escape it, man. We can't escape our history that's just right outside our doorstep. Every day, we, every day we walk outside on somebody else's land. It's it's crazy, man. And now they say like uh, Justin Trudeau is is condemning it and shit. Man, shut the fuck up, dude. Justin Trudeau. All of his racist fucking. His policies and his actions before that. It's not like 
Indian relations were good with the Canadian government, that shit was the worst. It's even it's just as bad as in America, man. They're not fucking with each other. They're not fucking with. It's not like these tribes are lauding Justin Trudeau because he's some progressive, you know, left left wing person. That's why when it comes down to America down here, dude, like I don't give a shit about these senators, these congressmen, these congressmen, congresswomen. All these people were fucking tweeting and and posting images on Instagram of Ruth Bader's Gimber, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And shit, it's like, you know, she wrote one of the most racist fucking opinions of the Supreme Court against Native Americans ever. Nobody knows that. Like, but like, again, that's just one instant where it's, it's a reminder. It's like, boom, Zach, you're, you're, you're reminded of your history or something like, I don't know, dude, Trudeau can shut the hell up, dude. I don't, I don't care to find like, I don't, I don't care what he has to say. I want some actions, man. Dig around that school. Dig around even further. Go out, you know, look for more unmarked graves. Expand to not just these Catholic schools in Canada. Come down here to the United States, man. Let's go look at some of these records down here. How come all the the, the records are fudged down here? Where are all our native children at? Yeah, it's crazy. My grandma didn't get out of that school. I probably wouldn't be here, so... She escaped that bitch. <laughs> you know how uh, Joe Budden, uh, Joe Budden, their podcast, they play Outstanding by the Gap Band. Whenever it's like they hit a sad, solemn, you know, solemn thing, <laughs> like they had to bring the energy back and yeah, something happy. <laughs> I'm trying to find a song for us to do that, but like I can't think of anything right now. I'm just so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Rest in tough. peace to those 215 beautiful just innocent children, man. Innocent kids. That ain't right, bro. That's not right. This is gonna make us feel better. Throw your hands in the air if you real as me. Yes, sir. We back. We back. We back. Back with the right energy. We got down. We got mad. We got angry. I lost my head. I lost my cool a little bit. The pissed off native comes back. You know, it comes back every once in a while. That feeling Ooh. Ooh. But you know, we got that Yeezy. That Yeezy gonna make us feel good. He think he live. He think he cold. Man, common. Who had the best verse on this? Buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Let's 
see. What I want to take this. All right, let's go give a big shout out to to White King, uh, Mr. Jay Cutler. Did you hear about Jay Cutler and his divorce going on? <laughs> yeah, I heard he wants uh, half his lady's business that he put money into. Goddamn right, and he should get it. Yeah, sounds about she right. Can't have it when you got married. Mm-hmm. Zach, he put his life on hold to help fund her business. He put his life on the line. Yeah. You know what could happen on the football field? Look, ask Alex Smith. <laughs> put his life on the line. Look, Shorty, I'm going out here getting chased down by 300 pounds. Like, these are not humans. These are, yeah. these are gladiators. These are barbarians. These are... <laughs> This is the peak of physical. This, this is it. And I'm getting chased down by these people. Mm-hmm. I'm risking my life out here. Just so you can be out here with your little makeup brand. <laughs> Run, watch your, running around with your little Avon ladies. Avon lady. <laughs> I remember those back in the day. <laughs> you have uh, any Avon ladies in the family? Not my family, no. Well, I think maybe my aunt did for a little bit. Y'all want some uh, Avon soap, some shampoo, conditioner? That was a hustle, right? Yeah, that was like a damn that motor club, yeah. <laughs> the MCA. <laughs> yeah, the MC. That was the original MCA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out all to you all peasants. you fucking losers uh, that signed up for MCA. I'm making money. <laughs> I'm on Come ride. On, I'm living life. Making oh, this money. Man. Y'all got to join. <laughs> Damn, Zach, didn't she almost join, man? No. Tell me that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Never that. Never that. Nah, man. I was clowning all you MCA people, man. I was here one day, gone tomorrow. Shit. It had me me asking questions when I had to to notice the type of character of all of you that were signing up for it. I'm like, hmm. You know, a lot of you guys don't really hold up too well to uh, responsibility and Long-term <laughs> goals, you know, you guys. Just want to get rich quick. Yeah. Get that money. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about getting in a bag, but uh, something about asking people to sign up over Facebook just didn't <laughs> click with me. I don't know, oh, guys. I want to I get the bag, <laughs> but you, I don't want to get bagged. To when, your main, nah, dog, when your main source of income comes from uh, Instagram? Yeah, bro. I don't know, bro. How did that work anyway? It's just a big triangle. No it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, right? I think it's just signing other people up. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. A pyramid scheme. 
So I sign up, and then I sign up two guys, and you two guys sign up another <laughs> two guys. <laughs> and then, he, yeah, he makes a part, he makes a percentage off of each one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That 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 was a real thing, man. I remember I had this big crush on this girl, right? I had a huge crush, like in through high school, like. Like we were friends on Facebook, yeah. Like yeah. We followed each other. Damn, she's really beautiful. She's not from this res. Hey. Different tribe, baddie. Excellent. Tired of Navajos. Yeah. <laughs> Tired of getting my heart broken by these dinette women. You, <laughs> you head to Got different you. pastures, different reservations. See what the world has to offer me. So, you know, through the brilliant creation of the internet, the creator, he brought us the internet. <laughs> creator, he shout brought out. us Facebook. <laughs> shout out the creator. He brought us this amazing invention called the internet. And through that, I was able to, you know, meet this girl. Thought she was the one. She's beautiful. Amazing. Her fry bread looked the fluffiest. Mm. Then she, I, then I seen her post that MCA bullshit. And I'm like, oh, I lost <laughs> all interest. It's all gone. <laughs> that ever happened? No, oh, never mind. You can't touch that one. Dang Damn it! it. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Willis. <laughs> yeah. You ever have a song just like just ruin your mood? Like whenever it comes on just fucks everything up. I'm just like Yeah. It's usually a country song. Yeah. Yeah. Like those pretty sure I talked about it before in the pod. Talking about those uh, morning bus ride jams, you know, get on the bus, KTNN blasting, fucking the same fucking five songs on rotation i hated every one of those freaking songs man. it's not because they were bad songs i mean some of them were okay but it's that the bus driver i guess he wanted to wake us up i don't know <laughs> dude play that shit like full fucking blast <laughs> you know imagine your little kid you're tired you got to get on a cold ass bus seven in the morning. It's like a good forty-five minute bus ride too, right? Yeah, hell yeah. You, you I live in the sticks, man. A... Yeah, I, I want to take a nap on the way to school, man. <laughs> shit, fucking dude has that shit playing, fucking full blast like a fucking <laughs> Kenny Chesney concert in there or something. Shit. That's why I hate those freaking. This reminds me of those cold ass mornings again. Damn bus cold seats, loud ass country music. Damn, man, fuck. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Tell 
Yeah, so it's more like based in like um, remembering a certain part of my life, I guess, because of those songs. You know how like you hold like certain moments in your head because of certain songs. It's like that. Like trying to take a nap. The bus driver's just like <laughs> hurrying up in the front, driving. Kimmy, <laughs> she knows every trick. And he's just taking snips, slips out of his uh, flask when no one's looking. <laughs> Shout out to your bus Damn. driver. Damn kids. <laughs> kids, be quiet. I'm trying to get my herd on. <laughs> I'll be sitting there like this. Fucking <laughs> squinty ass eyes. Mean mugged face. I wish I knew one of these songs. I want to know which one of these songs is the one that just. You're just like, shut the. Mm, go sleep. I know one of them was a Sh- Shania Twain song. The uh, Feel Like a Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Try and sleep, yo. Just got on the bus, man. I won't be here. Yeah. Let's go, girls. Uh. <laughs> Let's go, girl. Come on. Guy. You never really got on the bus, did you, Zach? Yeah, I did. Just here and there, yeah. or all the time. This one too. Was this one of the bangers? Uh, I think so. But I didn't <laughs> play it. I didn't play it that much, so it doesn't have the same like oomph to it, you know. Nah, Shania Twain. Shania Twain had some bangers though. I love Shania Twain. Yeah. That's not gonna... It won't take me out. Mine was... Uh, so there's a song that my ex used to play whenever she was hurting mm. and shit. And I didn't really care for it. You know, it was alright. But now it's like, this shit, like I said, it haunts me, bro. Shit follows me around. When I'll be like at work, right after we broke yeah. up, I'll be stocking shelves. And this over the intercom, you know how it sounds all old and kind of like. All that. <laughs> kind of like buzzing kind of speakers and shit. Yeah, it would come on over that. Or else I'd be at Ross, you know, just cleaning up the store or whatever. At the end of the night, it's pretty pretty empty. No one in the store. So you can hear the music. The song would come on. And I just get depressed and down and shit. And uh, <laughs> when I was out in Portland with uh, Jeremy, we went to this seaside restaurant. Amazing location. Amazing location. Yeah. Right by the uh, mm-hmm. beach. Right off. Right. Like it was built on the beach, actually. And they have these big ass bay windows all on the side of the restaurant and we got these this uh little spot right next to where we could see you know the waves crashing in like 
ordered some good food. Yeah. And Jeremy's like, all right, I'm going to go wash my hands because, you know, wash your hands before you eat. He goes, leaves. I'm sitting there, you know, just <laughs> yeah. chilling, just relaxing. It's, it's, it's like trying to take in the ambiance of everything. But I'm also thinking, you know, this has been a long trip. It's been a, a long weekend. And I've been doing a lot of self-processing, you know, trying to get my life straight together. You know, this kind of this vacation was to get away and to, to re- reassess my life kind of thing. So I'm sitting there oh, by yeah. myself. Hell yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the sitting in the in, in the in the uh I'm sitting there and uh I hear this fucking song bro yeah and I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me right just go to the back tell them to turn it off <laughs> yo yo who's doing the music <laughs> But no, listen to it. It's so sad. And it's just like. So imagine me sitting alone in this uh-huh. in this oh, restaurant. Man. The window in the background. It's it's a stormy kind of gray clouds. The, the waves crashing. Waves crashing, yeah. Waitress walks up to me. Sir, would you like anything to drink? No, it's not. No, bro. It's mute. She thought you were. It's mute because you're you're so in your head, you know. Like you hear, but you don't hear. (laughs) I don't even hear her, bro. She's like talking, but yeah, she's talking, but she's on mute. Her mouth's just moving. All I hear is just this music. This music's just in my head. And I'm like trying to reassess my life, trying to get my shit together. Well, yeah. So this is my sleeper. <laughs> oh damn! This shit, ruin, this shit ruins my mood all the time. But oh well. I mean, it's not even a sleeper. This song comes on on the fucking radio at, at Target and at Ross. So it's not even a sleeper. It's probably on the radio. Everyone's probably heard it. Whatever. Who sings it? Is it Billy Eilish? James Bay. Ah. Gonna be my ship. I used to recognize myself. It's funny our affections change. And we're becoming something else. I think it's time to walk away. So come on, let it go. Slide. 
Come on, bro. This shit can't be any more depressing. I'm just sitting in this in this nice ass restaurant alone by myself. Jeremy just had just Jeremy just had to walk away at the opportune time where I'm just alone and this song's playing in the background. It's like, oh my god. I'm never gonna escape this shit. That's a good song. Jeremy comes back till after the song's over, and then he's like, hey bro, how you doing? And you're like, I don't know. Tears all down my face. <laughs> Bro, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Send me your sleeper. Yeah, me send me your sleeper, yeah. Mine was Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, Zach Flynn. Damn, Spocky. Some Tom, some Tom Petty. Since we're going to uh, yeah, old get, school. Get even though like I don't smoke weed but I like weed songs so maybe it's like some kind of like subconscious thing going on there you know, maybe in another life I was a stoner yeah <laughs> uh, it's possible that's the, only, that's the only way I can explain it but here I sent you my saber there <clears throat> you know how to play the whole song kind of a long song <laughs> This will uh, open at some point. (laughs) (laughs) The whole fucking long. What's up with this track? It's 15 seconds. I haven't heard nothing yet. Uh, I don't know. Just play it on YouTube. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Have this big ass. Uh... <laughs> All right. Jane, 
切切切！ Harmonica going brazy, damn. I like that though. Good switch up, switch up there. Thanks for taking me off of the heartbreak shit. Hell yeah! You took me out that mood. You know, after I get depressed, I just fall into these little patterns. Yeah, these little moods, yeah. You know? like I get depressed, I know, and then all of a sudden I'm heartbroken, <laughs> yeah. and then. And then I can't even look. I can't even look at my phone. I don't even want to look at it. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, la. I like that though. I, I'm not really uh, big on the Tom Petty, but uh... yeah, that one was nice. Nice little tune there. It's gonna play off my anger here. So a little rage against the machine to get us out of here. We can't make a difference. I'm angry. I'm mad. I had my my fair say in this episode. Might not be able to express myself the way I want to. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when you're real emotional like that. Just get your words right, you know. I'm the same way. <laughs> Rest in peace of the 215. The All Somehow Podcast, Season 2, Episode 24, going down like Kobe. Yeah. Oh. 